Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into the Tuesday edition of the Prospects and Props podcast. Uh, Chris Schuber, Jamie Eisner, frantic intro because we've got a lot to get to. So we're just going to jump right into it. Lots of news, lots of odd odds movement uh, when it comes to the top two spots in the NFL draft. A new uh, co-favorite in the linebacker position that we will talk about. The NFC South win totals and your takes here on the show. So we have a lot to get into. Uh, Jamie, you described it to me as our lead story today on the show is, um, quote, uh, Bryce now being minus a million, which I just want the uh, listeners to know that that is not an accurate representation of where the outs currently sit. Uh, But Bryce Young is now the overwhelming, and I would say runaway is the term that I would use, runaway favorite now to be the number one overall pick. And Jamie, I think this has a lot to do with him saying, you know what? I don't need to do any more visits. I'm done here. Yeah, it, it really that when the report came out that he canceled future visits uh, on Monday afternoon, that's when these odds really shifted. And, and they have been anywhere from minus 900 to minus 1800. <laughs> and they're, they're shifting constantly, but they're shifting constantly in the range of like, like we do not want to take any more bets on Bryce Young to be the number one pick. Uh, one sports book's even taking it off the board for betting. Uh, at the moment, so, MGM, right? Uh, it is very it off the board completely. But MGM, yeah. Uh, and again, that doesn't necessarily mean they won't put it back on. Uh, but at the moment, they they took it off. Every other book has responded with basically overwhelming odds on Bryce Young to be the number one pick. That's been pretty consistent. Um, you know, it's funny going back to if you went back to our our first episode uh, of the Prospects and Props podcast, or uh, and we talked about the number one pick, and we talked about. Anthony Richardson and Bryce Young being the two favorite bets while it was CJ Stroud that was the overwhelming favorite. Um, I put it this way. I I would be surprised if it's not Bryce Young at this point. I also wouldn't necessarily put it at 100%. I'd probably put it 95% that it's Bryce Young. Um, It's not going to be CJ Stroud. And quite frankly, as I keep saying it, it's never been CJ Stroud, uh, despite what people would like to have told you along the way. And you're seeing a lot of Interesting backtracking elsewhere uh, and a lot of these conspiracies, a lot of these other things that people are trying to work themselves into because they were wrong uh, about predicting C.J. Stroud going number one overall. But uh, at this point, again, if you want to throw a buck or two on Richardson just for fun, you could. But uh, you're, the, the ship has sailed on the number one pick market as we sit here nine days in advance of the 2023 NFL draft. So we started the show by allowing you to maybe go on a little bit of a mini victory lap in discussing Bryce Young at number one. I think the odds are starting to shift in favor of a Chris Schubert victory lap because do you know who has overtaken the odds to be the number two overall pick for the Houston Texans? It's not C.J. Stroud. It's not Anthony Richardson. It's not Will Levis. Yeah, to quote one of my favorite wrestlers, it's Will Anderson Jr., 
he plus is, 150 right now is go. the favorite. And Tyree Wilson right behind him, actually, a plus 310 before you get to any of the quarterbacks. Well, that's because Peter King has kind of thrown out this idea of that if they do go non-quarterback, it might actually be Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson Jr. Um, if Houston does decide to go non-quarterback and go with the edge position, I've been trying to tell everybody that will listen that the Houston Texans would be better off not taking a quarterback. Now, I think a lot of this is going to have to do with Carolina taking Bryce Young, forcing Houston's hand. And if, if Bryce Young was there, they would take him, and it would not allow my point to be true. But we're potentially could be living in a world where we are going to get to see what a team looks like when they go down the path of we're not ready to take a quarterback, even though we're picking near the top. Let's go in a different direction with Will Anderson right now being the favorite. Jamie, you know I am fully on board with this. Yes, you are. Uh, and I'm actually fully on board with this uh, as well. I would love them to be able to trade back. I just don't know how much appetite there will be there from outside the division and, and i know chris you and i for those of you that are premium users you know we had this conversation on an overreaction monday either was one or two weeks ago but the best offers for the houston texans are likely going to come from inside the division and the question is going to be what is their personal philosophy when it comes to trading a pick that's going to be used on a quarterback within the division but uh, if they stick and pick, uh, I still think it's going to be Will Anderson. I know Tyree Wilson has been has been teased a little bit as the first defender off the board. I wouldn't rule it out. Uh, I do think it's a reasonable possibility, much more of a reasonable possibility than I thought it was four to six months ago. But I I am fully of in the belief now, and and I've said it before, but the odds now reflect it that they will not take a quarterback second overall. If a quarterback goes number two overall, it's because they traded out of the pit. Yeah, or Bryce Young magically becomes available, uh, which is counter to everything that we believe right now Correct. as of this moment. Right, that those are the scenarios in which uh, a quarterback is going to go number two, and specifically uh, to Houston. Now, this is a new one. We have not talked about this position group much on the show, but there is a new favorite to be the first linebacker off the board. Drew Sanders has been, I would say, for a pretty extensive period of time, Jamie, been the favorite at this position. Yeah. It's not a name that you would think, right? People would think, okay, Drew Sanders is now got somebody joining him. People would be like, oh, Chris, oh, Jamie, of course it's Trenton Simpson who has now joined Drew Sanders as the top linebacker. No, it's a name of a player that I think we all love over here at TDN. Jack Campbell has joined the odds uh, and, and has caught Drew Sanders as LB1 co-favorites. And Jamie, the, this is where the Spidey senses go off a little bit. I don't know if this is all necessarily just money coming in on Jack Campbell and the odds are reshifting. This might be some information is kind of being put out there to where Jack Campbell might be the first linebacker off the board. It could be. This is an interesting one because the linebacker spot has historically been one that you can win some money on because there's usually not a clear favorite. There's usually two or three guys that you look at and you get deep into draft week before you pick it. Like last year, Devontae Wyatt made me some money uh, as the the guy I, I picked to be LB1 and we kind of got some of that information. Uh, you know, at this point, the, it, they're really looking at it as a three-horse race. It's Jack Campbell and Drew Sanders at the top and then slightly at plus 125 and right behind him is Trenton Simpson at plus 380. Everybody else... The Henry Toto's, Dayon Henleys, Noah Sewell's of the world are are twenty to thirty to one. So they're they're not really considering those. Um, the top three makes sense to me. Uh, I, I think they're in lockstep there. The issue is going to be: Do you think any go in round one? Uh, and there's right now not currently a bet on linebackers for number of linebackers to go in round one because they'd have um, to set it if, at point five. <laughs> 
Yeah, they, no, they would set it 0.5 juice to the under. Right. Is what I would expect. And I, and I do expect it to be available at some point, maybe next week as we lead into the draft. You know, you look at Buffalo as a potential spot to take a linebacker late uh, after losing Tremaine Edmonds. They, they had uh, Drew Sanders in for a top 30 visit. Uh, either a top 30 visit or a combine visit. I'll have to check which one of those. But they, they visited with Drew Sanders. But I'm not necessarily – and they're right now, if their odds to take a linebacker first are the highest of any team. So maybe that's a spot for them. But that's uh, it. But I think That's really but it. But I think it's more than likely nobody goes in round one. And then once you get into round two, things kind of change a little bit when it comes to position or value. You have some teams picking for the third time, the fourth time in those positions. So it's kind of tough to land – I, I wouldn't bet this one right now because I don't see a lot. Even like the plus 125 with two guys tied for that doesn't scream value for me. Uh, I think they're also different players. You know, I think Jack Campbell's the more traditional off ball linebacker. I think Drew Sanders is a little bit more of a hybrid. You can use him off the edge a bit as well. So the potential teams that would draft them would also be different. Uh-huh. There's some overlap, but some differences as right. well. So this is a really tough market to handicap. So I, I don't have any actionable advice on this right now. I just thought it was notable because Drew Sanders had been the odds-on favorite slightly. Uh, I mean, he wasn't a runaway favorite, but he was the a minus odds-on favorite since this prop opened. And this is the first time I've seen anybody catch him. Uh, so I just thought it was at least notable as we're less than 10 days out from the draft. Uh, we do the NFC South uh, win totals here on the show today, but Jamie, I want to throw a potential content idea out you uh, out at you, and it's the, be- the best way to produce a show is to discuss what you want to do on the show and not really talk about it. It's the best way to produce, okay. it, produce content. Next week, we need to pick some time, and it might be a longer show, but we should do our own predictive mock draft here on the show. Oh, we definitely should. Also, speaking of mock drafts, Chris, for those that are listening to this right now. Oh, boy. You can go on the draftnetwork.com and you can see the annual tradition. A first round mock draft based solely on betting odds is available right now on the draftnetwork.com. The best part, folks, is as we're recording the show, I can't see this story. You can't. It's, it doesn't exist to me, but it will exist to you tomorrow whenever you're listening to this podcast because it'll be out. Yes, Can't it'll be up first thing in the morning. And if you're a premium TDM premium user, you'll see it tonight, which is Monday night as we're recording this, the night before. It is fascinating. Again, it's not a predictive mock, but it's literally looking. I, I take a look, for those that haven't seen it before, at odds to go at a certain pick, team to draft a certain position, player over under props, position, how many of those positions go in the first round. All of that stuff comes together, and I spit out. What a mock draft would look like if it was based solely on the betting odds, and I think it is. There are elements of it that look very, very realistic. There are a few shockers there, a few picks that make you think a little bit. A couple mm-hmm. guys fall. Uh, I'm really excited to kind of show this. Yeah, should be a lot of fun, uh, and we we might discuss it here on the show uh, at some point uh, this week. All right, Jamie, uh, the NFC South is our win total uh, division for today. Uh, we start with you trying to figure out where you think this division stands, so we will start with the Atlanta Falcons. Eight and a half. Uh, seven and a half for the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Carolina. Six and a half. Seven and a half, the same as the Atlanta Falcons. Two teams at seven and a half. The New Orleans Saints. They, I, I know books. The books like the Saints. Nine and a half. That's exactly what it is for the New Orleans Saints. Right. Nine and a half. Yes, the books are fans of the Saints, and maybe we'll dive into one of the reasons why when we get to the yeah. schedule here in just a second. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Six and a half. That's exactly what it is for, All right, uh, two for four here. the Bucks. Six and a half. So overall thoughts before we dive into the nitty gritty of the schedule um, that will kind of sway this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the most obvious thought is it's a very winnable division. Uh, there is no clear favorite to me. I know the books have identified the Saints as the clear favorite, and they should be the favorite, but I don't think they're the clear favorite, if that makes sense. If I'm drawing that line. I know I know they have your favorite quarterback of all time there, Chris. I see I see uh, why they're the, the favorite. Body, but... I now, well, I now okay, have so, an understanding as to why they're the favorite. So we'll take a look at the schedule, but I, I think Atlanta and Carolina can be frisky, as they say. Um, you you and everybody that is a um, hardcore listener of this show and anything that I produce here at the Draft Network knows how much I love Derek Carr and how much I'm a believer in Derek Carr. Um, but I even think when you look at the schedule, you will understand why nine and a half is the number for the New Orleans Saints. Here we go. Here's the road schedule for the Saints in 2023 at Atlanta, at Carolina, at Green Bay, at Houston, at Indy, at Minnesota, at Tampa Bay, at the Rams, at the Patriots. Okay. They're hanging around 500, I mm-hmm. think. Their home schedule. I can't decide if I want to give them four or five. Uh, their home schedule. Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Chicago, Detroit, Jacksonville, Tennessee, the Giants. You, yeah. You can see why. That home schedule is some, some good home cooking. Yeah. And I think they can do pretty well on the road. I do as well. I, I, I'm hanging around 10. Yeah, I mean, I look Maybe at this. Nine. I look at this, yeah. and I say of the of the road divisional games, I think they'll be favored in all three. Yes, um, I think they'll be. F- I think they'll be favored at Green Bay with Jordan Love starting. Depends on where the game falls in the schedule, but I think they'll be favored. They'll, Maybe they'll be favored at Houston in it, at Indy. Yes, Minnesota. Minnesota probably gets the nice minus one at home. Yeah, yeah, they'll be favored, but not by three. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they. I think they'll be favored at Tampa Bay. They probably won't yes. be. Depends on how. Depends on when this game is played and how the Rams are playing at the time. But they'll probably be underdogs on the road in LA. Although they could be favorites again, depending on the things that I just talked yeah. about. It's but a it's a winnable game. They're going to be home favorites against Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa, Chicago. They're going to be a home favorite yes. against Tennessee. They're going to be a home favorite against the Giants. They probably won't be home favorites against Detroit or Jacksonville, although they could be. They're going to be favorites in a lot of the games that they play. Yeah. And so that, to me, is a is a big indicator that this schedule, I think nine and a half is a good number, but I think it's going to go yep. over. So that would be... I do as well, but this is not what I'm going to bet on. Really? It, it is this might be one that I sneak, yeah. a, sneak a few dollars on for Derek. Really? You know? for, it's Derek. How can I not? Well, How can okay, I put yeah, my yeah, money where my mouth is? You're doing a sentimental bet. Right. That's not... That's Yeah, if you want to be all sentimental. Yeah, it's not really great uh, uh, Great for... Former uh, former almost Jets great. Former Derek future Carr. Jets great Derek Carr. Uh, we move to the Atlanta former Falcons. Few, yeah. Uh, here uh, at seven and a half, uh, you know most of the schedule, but here is the road portion of it at Carolina, at Chicago, at Detroit, at Jacksonville, at the Saints, at the Bucks, at the Titans, at the Cardinals, at the Jets. This okay. is not. This is not great. Four and five. This is not. No, uh, but I think they can go four and five in that. Um, you certainly think they could do well at Tennessee and at Arizona. You give them at Chicago, maybe. Um, yeah, four. I think four, three or four seems pretty reasonable. The home schedule, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, Houston, Indy, and the Commanders. Yeah, I, I, I could see I could see this team winning nine games. Uh, eight and nine, nine and eight feels pretty good. I This is one that I would yeah. stay away from, though. I think I'm staying away from this one. But I will say it's pretty... So... I might stay away from the total. I might just go bet to make the playoffs. 
I believe I could probably get plus odds on that. Oh, I see what you're doing. You're kind of you're, you're you're kind of basically taking the win total and turning it into a different because kind of bet to win. I like it. I think the NFC is weaker in general. It's true. Um, and I think you could sneak into a wild card spot, and then I'm not. It gives me because you know what I mean. Like I, I guess you're say, I guess in this case you're saying you're probably not making the playoffs at eight, so I have to bet an extra win. But mm-hmm. essentially, my betting set over seven and a half at what minus what's the number if I take the over? If you take the over on Atlanta, I got to scroll yeah. all the way to the A's. They're at the top. Um, the over is minus one twenty-five, and I think their odds to make the playoffs are probably like plus one fifty, maybe plus two hundred. So I would rather buy that extra win, which is essentially betting over eight and a half. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Although eight nine could I make consider. could make the playoffs. Could. It could. I just. I. Just, I don't want to bet on that. That's if fair. That makes sense. That's fair. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. We are going to assume. Unintended. We. Are, we are going to assume. Well, can you hit it. To, hit, hit me. Hit me again with the pun. What was it? Well, I said I don't want to bet on it. And it wasn't. Didn't want to bet on them make the the making the playoffs at eight and nine because we're talking about betting. Oh, totals. that's terrible. Yeah, that's awful. Please, please direct all of your... I did, I, please direct all of your... Uh, yes, we're assuming Bryce Young. That's Carolina Panthers. Or, or keep pounding. Keep pounding away at this podcast, and, uh, and we'll go to the Panthers. So we'll assume it's a quarterback, and you want to take it a step further and assume that it's Bryce Young in order for this thought uh, yes, exercise. Yes, I do want to assume that. Here's the road schedule. At Atlanta, at Chicago, at Detroit, at Jacksonville, at New Orleans, at Tampa Bay, at Tennessee, at Seattle. Not great. It's not great, and it doesn't get any better with the home schedule, I'll be honest with you. Um, Falcons, Saints, Bucks, Packers, Vikings, Texans, Colts, but they also have to play um, Dallas. I, my sincerest apologies. I forgot at Miami on the road as well. So at mm. Miami and at Seattle. So just add an additional road game in there. This is tough for me. I I, I think I'm going to yeah. be on the under on this one. I feel like seven is a good number for them, which would be so, an under on seven and a which half. is an under. But you don't love it here. You don't. Uh, division. I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing. Sure, I guess. and they also, I mean, they could also win six games next year, like, and that would be a step in the right direction yeah, with a young quarterback, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I'll just put it this way. I think they're the third best team in the division, even with their, right now. Well, they might not be the third best team in two years, but right now I think they're the third best team in the division. Let's, that lines up here. Let's talk about the team that you probably think is the fourth best team in the division. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their six and a half wins here. Let's see if we can find them, Jamie. Can we get... I can already tell you, based on three of the games that I see on this schedule, we are not getting to seven. It's not happening. Okay. Here is the road schedule for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At Atlanta. Now, remember, this is a this is this not a first-place schedule because they won the division? It is. It's a first-place schedule with Kyle Trask and Baker a, Mayfield. Uh, yep. At Atlanta, at Carolina, at Green Bay, at Houston, at Indy, at Minnesota, at New Orleans. You may be thinking to yourself, Chris, what are you complaining about? What's your problem? How about at Buffalo and at San Francisco? Enjoy both of those games. Have a have a blast. Okay. Have a blast. The home schedule: Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans. The the you know what you expect: Chicago, Detroit, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and then they welcome Philadelphia. I can't get there. I got there. the six. I can't get, I get there. Six, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They're not winning at Buffalo, at San Francisco, uh, Philadelphia. I don't think they beat no. Jacksonville. I don't think they beat Detroit. I don't think they go to Minnesota and win. I don't think they go to Green Bay and win. I don't think they win either games against the Saints, to be completely honest with you. The Saints owned them when they were good. Right. And and now the Saints, <laughs> now the Saints are, I think, better from a team perspective. Yeah. So this screams we're looking for a new coach. Yeah. Uh, Next year. Taking the under on six and a half. And a new quarterback. Well, I think they were looking for a new quarterback no matter how many games they I, win this I, season. They might be looking but... for one now. Don't rule them out on the Will Levis and Hooker train. 
Um, next week. So I, we'll see. I, I would agree. I would agree with that. So okay, so we we agreed. Uh, we had two overs and two unders. We liked it. Yes. We, we said Atlanta and New Orleans, we could get to the over, and Carolina and Tampa, we could get to the under. But yes. we didn't like any of this, except I like the Saints over. You like Atlanta to make the playoffs. Yeah. That's so I, I think it, this is the one where like, if we both had to make a bet here, you would take the over on uh, New Orleans yep. at 9.5, and I'd take the over on Atlanta at 7. I'll, I'll allow you to make it Atlanta to make the playoffs, because it's in the same spirit. I'll allow you to pivot to that if you'd like to. Make yeah, I mean, they're going to have to go over to make the playoffs. They will not Correct. make the playoffs. Uh, here's my bold prediction. They will not make the playoffs at 7 and 10. Wow, I appreciate that. They could also make the playoffs bold at 8. Prediction. They could be 8 and 9, and that would hit the over and still make the playoffs. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So either way, I, you still have to take the over to make this possible. Uh, we close the show with your takes, and apologies to Meepster, who I said I would get to his take on Monday show and completely forgot about it. But we have a good amount of time wow. here at the end of the show. Because, well, wow, he wow, had wow. 12, he ranked 12 quarterbacks. Oh, that's right. So, we, so we need to, I, I, I needed so, time uh, for okay. it, and we were kind I mean, of up against it yesterday. And so here you go. All right. Meepster, take. Yeah. Evaluating quarterbacks is the hardest task for me, especially when there are such a wide variety of options this year. That said, I'd put them in this order. Now, he's got the oh, order geez. of 12. How do you want to do this? Because I don't want, because I'm, I'm here to tell you, I'm not going to agree with the take, because I'm not going to agree with the way you've ordered all 12. So how do we well, want to evaluate if clearly. we agree with the take or not? Well, I think we have to go from the top down because it doesn't make sense for us to evaluate the bottom of the list okay. until we know how the top okay. is ordered. So See? we have to – because here's, here's the thing. We have to go player name and then would I rank the next player above or below. Like that's how we have to do this. Okay. All right. That, then that's the way we want to do it. That's the way we'll do it. C.J. Stroud won. Under. <laughs> Lower. Lower. It's going to be like – this is going to be like uh, – was it Card Sharks? Um, Higher, the, lower? The, on, what, was on GSN when we were kids? Yeah. Yeah, Card Sharks, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, Card Sharks. It could be any, uh, well, the Price lower. is Right game, right? The Price is Right game where they Oh, yeah, the Higher, lower. Higher, higher lower. Same concept, Yeah, lower. same concept. Plinko, they, they did that, right? They had to guess higher or lower to get the chips. No, Plinko was you nope. drop the thing. Right, but you had to play higher or lower with the prices in order to gain the more no, chips. It, Oh, I thought you had to do higher or lower to get the, the guy, that, the, the yodeling well, okay, guy. Okay, that's, that that's another game where the higher or lower was the thing. But what I'm trying to tell you is when you played Plinko, they gave you three chips at the I think it was three chips at the beginning. And then you played higher or lower on three additional prizes. And if you got it right, not only did you get the prize, but you got an extra Plinko chip to go up there and drop. Chris, I got to ask you a question. Sure. How many times have you watched Prices Right when you weren't staying home sick from school? Or pretending to be sick from school. Um, I will tell you. Answer is probably under three and a half times. I will take the over on three in that scenario. I will take the over on three and a half because there is a game show channel on uh, yeah. cheap plug for Pluto TV. Uh, it's got a bunch of free channels that I throw on in the background while I'm working, and they have a game show channel, and they'll just be Bob Barker era Price is Right that'll just play all day long. The best era. Objectively, the best era. I would agree. I would agree. Okay, so yeah. um, so we're playing higher or lower. We're playing a version of Card Sharks okay. or Price is Right. Uh, Bryce Young, number two. Okay, I'd have Bryce Young over CJ. Personal rankings, not like draft position, but like personal ranking. Correct. Okay. Yeah, Bryce Young's my QB1, and he has been. Hendon Hooker, three. Um, I like Hooker, but I would have him below both those guys. Okay. Levis, four. I'm the, Will, Le- I'm the Will Levis truther on this podcast. I still yeah. believe in uh- Will. Above Hooker, below CJ and Bryce. So you would have him three right now. So the current order for, for Jamie Eisner is Young, Stroud, Levis, Hooker. Okay. Yes. Anthony Richardson, five. Above Hooker. So now we have. So, okay. Okay. Jake Hayner, six. I'm out on Jake Hayner. I'm out. Uh, Hayner's not in the top. Uh, so I, th- I, I, so I think there's there's a tier break here. Obviously, I would right? agree, but that's so, not that's not the spirit of the take. The take doesn't have a tier break. Okay. So I'm just no, 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 but, but no, no. But what I'm saying is, is nobody here is going to be higher than the five we just talked about. Correct. Correct. I think like, it's. You know, I think. I think okay. it's those first five in some order, and then I think it's the next 
seven in some order, okay. I think is the fair so way to Hayner, do it. So uh, I don't know yet. Obviously, clearly not. I don't think he's six for me, but he's not top five. Clayton so. Toon, seven. No part. I went. I don't know. Interesting. Clayton. Okay. Well, you have to rank him somewhere on the list, so you can't have no part with him. He's got to go somewhere uh, on the list. Okay. Lower than Hayner. So you right. So right now you have six Hayner, seven two, which is exactly the way Meepster has it. Okay. Dorian Thompson Robinson is eight. Above tune, below Hayner. Okay. So okay. So you have a little different. Tanner McKee nine. You can keep Tanner McKee right where you want him. Oh, you have Tanner McKee hopping all three of these guys and moving from nine to yeah. six. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jaron Hall, 10. Oh, I want a like Jaron Hall. I really do. Yeah, but unless... He was so terrible in Mobile. Well, like, objectively terrible. So was Jake Hayner. Jake Hayner didn't participate all that well down there either. Yeah, but at least Jake Hayner stayed. Um, That's fair. I, I, I would put Jaron Hall. You, you know I'm not going to hold you to this list. You sound so exasperated. No, I know, but I, I, but I want to give this some. I want to give this some reasonable thought for the listeners, Chris. Um, and I'm going to put him behind McKee above Hayner. So you have Jaron Hall, so maybe seven, seventh on your personal list. Yeah. Okay. Aiden O'Connell is eleventh for Meepster. Uh, behind, uh, behind. I forgot who I have on the order, but he'd, he'd be behind <laughs> Hayner and he'd behind DTR for me, but he would be above tuned. Number 12, the last quarterback that you need to discuss here on the show, Tyson Bajant Zero. What are you doing with Bajant Zero? Above tuned and above O'Connell. I forget where that puts him, but it probably puts him somewhere in that a, 8 to 9 range, 7 to yeah, 8 range. And I might put him above DTR. Okay. I don't know yet. So that's it. So, okay. Are so, you... okay, so I so saw one is Bryce, two is CJ, three is Levis, four is Richardson, five is Hooker, six is McKee. Okay. Seven is um, Hall. Okay. Eight is, did I put, where did I put DTR versus Hayner? I think I put Hayner above DTR, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe that's correct. So this would be a DTR so spot. Hayner, that would be acceptable. eight, okay. Bajant, nine, okay. DTR, ten. And then O'Connell, Clay- eleven, Clayton and Toon, twelve. Twelve? So that's yeah. what you did with Clayton Toon. You put him 12th on the list. You said you wanted nothing to do with him, but you put him 12th on your uh, list. Well, I, 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 it's consistent. <laughs> it is consistent. Although, I mean, let, let's be realistic here. There's there's a tier break after five. There's probably a tier break again after seven. And then there's just, there's just there's some guys. There's just, there's just We're in the there's some guys list. Uh, Once yes. you get to the DTR, Bajant, O'Connell, Toon. Like these are you're, – you'll be thrilled if you get a backup from these guys. Tynan Miller with a take. If you gave Jalen Hyatt a normal man's body, I don't know what that means, by the way. I don't know what it means that we're doing that to Jalen Hyatt, but if you okay. gave him a normal man's body, his name is Rasheed Rice. No. They are fundamentally different players. In my mind. I, I, get, I, what he, I get what he's trying to say, but no. Uh, uh, and By the way, that's not a compliment to Jalen Hyatt no. <laughs> by any means. Uh, but no, I I don't I sell that take. So we are going to close. I also don't really want either one of those guys on my team. I'll be honest with you. We are going to close out with a non-football take. Ooh, Mr. Okay. JPEG says you. Okay, it says yolk. So like I guess an egg yolk. Yeah. Is pronounced. Oh, I saw this. It's pronounced yolk like folk, not yolk like joke. And I was very – my mind went into a blender when I saw this take yesterday because I'm like, how do I say it? Uh, yeah. And then I didn't realize, like, I think I meld the two. Like, they're just egg yolks. 
And like I think yeah, I no, had no, the so, L, but I don't. I don't you, know. You, but you did though. You you did it subconsciously because you could hear it. Yeah, no, no. You you add you pronounce the L like folk. It, yeah, but you don't say it like you don't go hard on the. It's folk. You say it fast, but right. you're rolling the L into the K. But yes, you do. The L is pronounced. There are people that say yoke. Like joke, I, 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 I think, I think it's more of an accent based. Thing. Right, I don't think this is an actual right? thing. I, I, yeah, like, I don't think it's that people don't like. There's like an, like there's some people that pronounce that heavily pronounce the W in sword. Oh, it's a sword. I, there are people that do that. They make it. They say sword. It's just a sword, dude. I know, but there are people that heavily pronounce it. Same it, thing with like it's more same, accent. Same thing with like uh, Cool Whip. Oh, I, I don't want to get into the Family Guy routine on this. I'm just saying that's that. There, Do not want to get into the Family fam Guy routine. That's the only thing I can think of. There's a only there's the a only whole Family Guy of. bit about exactly what we're talking about here on the this show. The only thing I can think of when that gets brought up. And with that note, that is how we will end today's edition of the Prospects and Props podcast. We will have more news and rumors and and betting odds for you tomorrow on the show. Uh, we have to go out west. We will start with the AFC West and their win totals on tomorrow's show. And you guys know the drill, your takes uh, as well. Whether it's a betting take, whether it is a draft take, whether it is a football take, whether it is a take about word pronunciation, whatever you want for us to address here on the show, go ahead and send those in. You can do so. You can send them to me at uh, on Twitter at Chris Schubert underscore. You can send them to Jamie at Jamie Eisner. Or if you're a member of the TDM Premium Discord, you can do so in the Takes on Takes channel. Hope everybody enjoyed today's show. Please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, if you're just a podcast listener, check out the YouTube version of the show over at the draft network youtube channel subscribe over there hit the notification bell so you know when a new video gets posted hope everybody has a great rest of their tuesday we'll talk to you all tomorrow thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube